Hello and welcome to another episode of the Fan the Flames football podcast. We took last week off and now we're back at it. We got plenty of news to talk about from the freeze departure to the incoming head coach, Jamie Chadwell. Beat Coastal, baby. That's all I got to say. Really excited to have Jamie Chadwell, and I'm excited to discuss this with James, Jeremiah, and Kyle. We got the whole full crew here tonight. Um, Excited about that. And we also have a superlatives draft for the Liberty Flames football team where we went and drafted. We'll get to that point. Kyle can explain the rules. He's the one that came up with it, and then he's actually going to post all this stuff up on the Twitter polls, all that good stuff. It's going to be a lot of fun. I can't wait for you guys to vote on it on Twitter and just be able to express your own opinions as well. Uh, Yeah, so let's start it off with Hugh Freeze. Um, Man, I don't really want to talk too much about the New Mexico State game, but for obvious reasons. But congrats for New Mexico State on getting their bowl eligibility. They're going to go play. um, I can't even remember who they're going to play. They're playing um, – I can't believe I'm blanking on it. But anyways, they get a bowl, so good for them. They got the bowl waiver. They're six and six. They they just beat uh, Valpo this past Saturday. And he freeze, man. Bowling Green. Bowling Green? In the, okay. In the quick lane Thank you. bowl. Quick lane. Oh, nice. Isn't that up in Detroit? Yes. Cool, cool. Good for them. Uh, I hope that they win. Yeah, really, honestly, as a future conference mate. But moving on to freeze – you know, it, it was coming, and I'm glad he didn't do it this offseason. I'm glad Harson didn't get fired this offseason, and then he picks up afterwards. And, you know, basically, you know, that would be a very tough recovery. I know we could probably just move Aldridge into the position that he currently is in, but that just wouldn't be a very uh, – just wouldn't be very good for the timing at that. So I'm glad that if anything, he, he left. Um, <laughs> I mean, kind of in a way that is, is helpful. You know, I, I mean, I don't, uh, I, Kyle, take it away. I mean, I know you're going to be the guy that really wants to talk about this. You've yeah, been I mean, saving I, this up for two weeks. <laughs> I kind of you know, already had it. Had all I had to say on the the ASOR Twitter space after the New Mexico State game, um, you know, it was just it was a gutting game, um, and I really do think that like the reason why we lost that game as badly as we did, um, it comes down to Hugh Freeze. You know, the, the argument the argument I made to those guys is based on all you know all the reporting that we've seen. Um, once it broke on Twitter, some of the players went to Freeze and confronted him about it. Like, what's this about? And what, what Freeze said in his press conference was um, that what he told them was, yeah, they had been talking, but he hadn't been offered a job. And to me, to me, the problem with that is that you've been telling these guys for years now that you'll be honest with them if an opportunity comes up. But once it's being reported that you're the guy, I think your obligation is not to say, yeah, we've talked, but they haven't offered me a job. I think that's mealy mouth. And I think it's, you know, it's obviously that you're not, you know, you're hiding the ball. You're not being honest with the guys. I think it was his obligation at that point to say, yes, we're talking. If they offer me a job, I'm going to take it. But what's important today is we got here and we win this game. And so I think by not doing that, by not being like actually legitimately honest with the players, it takes the it takes all the wind out of the sails. Um, you know, these are guys who, who, who have gone out game after game, year after year, 
and laid everything they had on the field. I just think, I think in his, you know, one of his last things he did at Liberty, I think he just missed the mark. You know, if he fell short of the standard in a way that I think he would appreciate. Jeremiah, you are the resident super fan. What do you have to say about the move? Because I know yours is going to be a little bit different, but maybe in the same way. Yeah. Um, I'm the guy who always tries to be, you know, hopelessly optimistic. Um, so I'll start off by saying, you know, thank you, you Freeze, for everything you've done for the football program here. Like he's, you know, risen to the occasion and he's brought us up. He's done a fantastic job in the time he's been here. Um, but that being said, I honestly have a lot of the same sentiments as Kyle. Um, I'm kind of disappointed with how things were handled toward the end. I mean, I know, granted, on in Freeze's defense, you know, there was a lot going on with, you know, Kiffin and who was going to get the, offered the job first. He was a one guy. Who was the two guy? I get that a little bit. I definitely understand that that was probably not the easiest thing for Coach Freeze himself. But I also am kind of in the same boat as Kyle here. It's like you told us, like, hey, like, I'm going to be brutally honest with my, with my players first, and I'm going to let them know, you know, if something starts to come up, if I'm hearing anything, if I'm, like, pondering going elsewhere. Well, if that's the case, why, again, as Kyle said, why are the guys finding this out on Twitter two hours before a kickoff for New Mexico State? I mean, I, I want to jump in real quick. I do think I, I, I'm, I'm, I'm sure that that Freeze had had that conversation with them that like, you know, that they were talking with Auburn and that Auburn was interested. Like this has been in the news for a long time. I think where where Freeze missed the mark is when the players come to you with that question on game day and you're not flatly transparent with them. Right. That you're like, look, I don't know if this is if if you don't know that it's true. You say, I don't know that this is true. I think what your obligation is to say, I don't know if this is true, but if they offer me the job, yes, I am going to take it. Then at least the players feel like you're being honest with them. Right. Yep. Yeah. Yeah, I agree. Jeremy James, you are up. Yeah, so I haven't really voiced my opinion almost anywhere about about freeze since it happened. Because I wanted to do it That's here. That's why you were last. Like I wanted <laughs> I, I wanted to do it here. Um yeah. I, I am very thankful for what he did for the program um, in, in raising the level of play and raising like how we have done. Like obviously three straight bowl wins, a fourth bowl appearance. Obviously he's not going to coach that bowl appearance, but getting us there is huge. Um, I, I'm super thankful for that. I'm thankful for the recruiting and just like the leading that he's done. Um, I'm also thankful for the, like, honestly, this, this new extension, like in, in, in creating that buyout um, helped the help the university and not being completely screwed i think i think he planned that a little bit um but it sucks <laughs> like um it, it really does because it the way it happened obviously like kyle and jeremiah have done a great great job of explaining like hey like they didn't play well against new mexico state i also think that the players didn't play completely 100 percent against connecticut and and tech because um i i think that after the arkansas win Freeze flew down to Auburn and then talked to them for the first time. And then that's where kind of everything went downhill. Um, like that, that really sucks um, because that's three games that who knows, like at that point we were ranked and then Tulane and UCF both lost since then. Like if we hit one out, we might be in the cotton Bowl right now. And that's a huge opportunity missed 
and, and, and I think that's even – I think that's something that a lot of people haven't thought about. It's like that really sucks for the players because that's a New Year's Six Bowl that we might have had a chance at if we had won those last three games that we should have won. So, yeah. that, that like, I, I think that's the biggest thing that hurts because, like, even guys like Dre Butler and Jay Hardy who transferred from Auburn, like, they were, they were very noticeably – frustrated after the New Mexico State game. They're like, oh, why did we come here if you were just going to come to us? Like, like what is this? Um, so, like, that really sucks. And we've already seen kind of how that affected Dre because he's already in the transfer portal. So, yeah, it, it, there's just a lot of things going on, and it, it, and it just sucks because um, you definitely saw it affect the players um, and the fans. Like, there, there weren't very, very many at the New Mexico State game, and I guess I understand that it's Thanksgiving break, but, like, I think after the last two games, the fans just weren't as bought in, and that 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 affects the the players as well. That affects the atmosphere that we're trying to create there. And now it's like it got set back a little bit. Now, don't get me wrong; I think Chadwell's going to do a great job of setting that. But like, it just sucks in the gist. So, yeah, um, I'll put my thoughts out there real quick. Yeah, again, thank thankful for Hugh Freeze. Uh, really, um, he's done a great job. He, he did a great job, rather, at Liberty, and he really brought in a new fan base to the FBS. Like, we're very young and new to the FBS. I mean, there's a lot of us that are switching from our grown-up team. Well, not grown-up team, but growing up, what, who we cheered for, our childhood team. For example, Penn State for me. I still cheer for them, but if it's Liberty versus Penn State, it's Liberty all the way. And you're seeing a lot more of that. And, you know, we had some discussions about the Virginia Tech thing. Uh, that's another thing. But I think we're going to – we'll have to be patient with some of those fans that are flipping over too as well. Um, with that being said, it was very frustrating. But here's the thing. I probably wasn't as frustrated as everybody else. I was disappointed in the fact that we lost the last three games. Really was. was frustrating. But I was happy to see him gone. And that's all I got to say. When there's there's some things that I disagreed with him on some things, and I defended him. I defended him in some private chats with some friends and people of like, hey, this is why that play call was being made because I'm someone who – I'm not a football analyst, but I know a lot about play calling. I know a lot about recruiting and how it all works because I wanted to do that one day. James and I are aspiring coaches. We're hoping one day to work for the same staff. That'd be awesome. Yeah, <laughs> I get, I get that one day. There's going to be criticism, even for us, for local high school head coaches, because that's even tougher because you're dealing with high school kids. So I get the criticism. I do, but I'm glad to see him gone. Does anybody else have anything else to say? Because that feels like a perfect segue into the next thing. Yeah, I mean, I want, I want to add just okay. a little bit. <laughs> Because there've been some there've been some people talking a fool on uh, on Twitter the last week or so, acting like I'm I'm uh, my my position with Freeze is don't let the door hit you where the good Lord split you, um, and, and that's just not true. Like I like 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 the rest of you said, I'm I'm incredibly grateful for everything Hugh Freeze has done for the program. I really do believe he has elevated it to a level that we probably would not have gotten to this fast. Yeah. Um, you know, in in large part, we're going to talk about how much we all love the Jamie Chadwell hire here in a minute. And I'm not entirely sure. Like, I think Hugh Freeze is part of what makes Jamie Chadwell possible at this point. Um, 
you know, I, I just, I, I do believe that and I appreciate them. And I've, I, you know, I've got no ill will towards them. Um, and it, it is partly that like, I think he did really great things as Liberty's football coach. And he had built a really great, um, a really great legacy. And to see that get a little bit tarnished on his way out the door um, for no good reason is what is what really makes the, the whole situation hurt even more than the actual situation itself. And I'm sure he was gutted by it um, to have that leak right before a game. I'm sure he was disappointed. I just I wish he had handled it better and I wish he would have handled it a little bit better since. Yeah. Um, it, would it have been would it have been so hard? to apologize to the team, to the fan base for how this went down. I don't think it would be. Um, so I, that, that's kind of where I'm at, but I, I don't want anyone to think that I'm like, I'm out here hating on Hugh freeze or um, wishing him ill. Ben, I think we, we differ a little bit on that, but um, I, I will say this. I, I, I agree with you on one thing, Ben. I'm very excited to kind of be out of the circus. Um, I'm not looking forward. I'm not looking forward to, to feeling like our coach is, is is one foot out the door at the end of every season. Um, and I'm also looking forward to somebody who's a little less of a media lightning rod. Yeah. So I, I, I can agree with you on that. No, that's exactly why I'm saying he. I'm glad he's gone. Yeah. I'm tired of hearing that every year. Oh, and I get we're a stepping stone job right now. I get that. I really do. But – I, I don't want to hear him going on ESPN and saying Liberty's a very special place. It only takes a couple of places and then not being transparent of what those couple places are. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I'm also, I'm also looking forward to never hearing ESPN analysts say Arkansas got beat by Hugh freeze. Yeah. Yep. Again, when Liberty takes down a, takes down a big team. Yep. Exactly. Yep. That's why I'm glad he's gone. It's not, it's not, I think he's awesome. I think the fact that I'm excited that his family's going to be reunited down in Auburn. He gets a job that he loves and a job that he can stay in for a long time. I I mean, there's not really more upwards you can go from Auburn, honestly. Even, even like Alabama or Georgia, those are kind of unrealistic. And why would you leave Auburn for a conference rival in, I mean, or Ohio State or Penn State, but like, I mean, like, even at that, he wouldn't want it. He's not a Northeastern guy or Midwest guy, so it doesn't make any sense. I get that yeah. 100%. And to be honest, if, for example, James Franklin was to leave uh, Penn State, I would gladly take Hugh Freeze at Penn State as a – Penn State as my secondary team. And I would gladly take Hugh Freeze back. I would. But the thing is, the reason why I'm glad he's gone – it's also because of the next guy we're talking about. And here's the thing, Kyle. I yeah. disagree with you. I disagree with you. I don't think it's just Freeze the reason why Chadwell is here. I think Chadwell's wanted this job for a long time. I think you're right about that. Yeah, I agree. I, but, so. I think I think it becomes a much harder – I think it does become a much harder um, – it becomes a much harder job for him to take if True. we're going on, you know, four years of Turner Gill in the FBS. Yeah. That's true. No, I agree with that. Yeah, I agree with that. Like the fact that it's the fact that the fact that anyone looking at the looking at this move for Chadwell um, with anything remotely approaching objectivity can say, yeah, that's an upgrade um, makes that a much easier call. Yes, for sure, for sure. Yep. And uh, does anybody else have to say about uh, you freeze again? We're appreciative, appreciative of him, and 
I mean, honestly, I do appreciate him. I, I, I will say this. I'm not going to cheer for his downfall, but if you think I'm going to be cheering for him at Auburn, I'm not. I'm just not. Like, in the sense of I'm neutral with that. Like, I, I'm not going to be like, I'm not going to be like, oh, I hope he loses. But if, if he loses, it's like, I mean, you yeah. wanted that job. You know, that's your choice. You exactly. Know? That's a difficult job. On the other hand, if he, uh, does, if he does upset Alabama, I will give a nice little smile. Same. Yeah. Because yep. we all hate them. Yep, and if he beats beats a lot of teams, I mean, don't get me wrong. The the, the day of, I had a little bit of spite. I'm like, roll tide, baby, roll tide. Just because I was very frustrated at that point. Yeah. I was like, I was like, you know, uh, just uh, and here's the thing, I don't like Auburn. I don't. I don't have a bias against them. I just, I, I the way that you know they've treated past coaches is very. They feel like. They're they're a lot they're a lot more uh, what do you call it entitled than what they should be. They're probably the most entitled fan base in college football, which I don't get. So they you've won two national titles. One of them is because of Cam Newton, and the other one wasn't since what the 1900s. So they went to another one and they lost to Jamison Winston. Like, come on, you haven't even made a playoff yet. So let's let's be let's relax. So, um. Anyways, Auburn fans are going to probably get at me if they ever hear this. Um, but anyways, anyways, <laughs> uh, moving on. <laughs> um, I mean, uh, just check the scoreboard from earlier this year. Penn State and Indy Lions stomped you guys. Yeah. But anyways. Good, good, um, good and I don't think that Auburn is looking to poach uh, podcasters. Yeah. Thank, you, thank goodness. Goodness gracious. I could never want to oh, cover it. But fan base like that. But anyways, thankful for Flames Nation. That's what I'm trying to say. Oh, With yeah. that being said, speaking of Flames Nation, they showed up Sunday. Oh, and guess yeah. what? Guess who wasn't there? Because I fell asleep like a goofball <laughs> myself, and I feel terrible. Um, I literally woke up, and James is texting me. He's like, dude, you coming? Oh, and I'm really? like, oh, no. Oh, no, it's 2.40. I'm like, shoot. And then they took a good, what, five, ten minutes? Yeah, and, out, and I'm like, yeah, dude, I could have made it. probably mentioned that Sunday was the press conference announcing the new head coach. True. Just yeah, in case people listening to this. Yeah. <laughs> we release it. Yeah. Yep. Uh, but with that being said, I am so excited, and I'm going to pass this along to you, uh, Jeremiah, because I want to hear his thoughts first as he's um, falling asleep real quick. No, I'm sorry. <laughs> I, was, I was texting a co-worker back. You're good. What type of what were you? What were your thoughts? What Jamie Chadwell? Okay, sorry, I didn't realize that we transitioned into that. Okay, cool. Um, Perfect for yeah. the podcast. We love it. Yeah, sorry. Um, anyways, so um, yeah, I'm I'm ecstatic about this hire. Um, obviously, coming from Coastal Carolina, a little bit of bad blood there. Always be coastal. Um, I hope the day that I get to meet Jamie Chadwell, I get to wear one of my B Coastal shirts from back in our FCS days. Um, but that being said, um, fantastic coach. Um, and I think he fits great with the culture here. Um, I'm pretty sure I wa- I'm pretty sure I literally watched that one video of him, uh, you know, saying God is good. And, you know, later on saying, you know, um, just talking about the dream of being here, like what, six or seven years ago. And then he turns around and to call it surreal. Like, they give me chills every single time. Like, I've watched that probably literally 15 times just because it was just so amazing. Um, but I think he's going to do great here. I think he's going to be able to bring in a lot of good recruits. He's already offered a lot of 
if you keep me up with it on Twitter a little bit, he's already offered some pretty pretty good recruits out there. So uh, I'm excited to see what the future holds. And, uh, you know, I'm not going to go back into the previous subject that we've mentioned, but it's nice to, you know, hear him say, like, you know, this, you know, I've moved my wife, you know, however many times it's been in, in the <laughs> teen years, I think it was that they've been married. He's like, I want to make this the last time we move. And, you know, he just seems like he really loves it here already. And again, just a great fit for our culture. So I'm very happy about this. So quick cut here. Um, that's why you heard the little uh, transition song. Uh, Jeremiah had to leave. Uh, he's at podcast at work like a good citizen that he is. No, he has a break time. It's been that hour uh, block. So he always – that's why we record at a certain time. And, James, you're up next to talk about the new head coach of the Liberty Flames, Jamie James. Yeah, yeah. So obviously if you, if you watch or follow Jeremiah on – on Twitter, you saw a, a video clip of me laughing at, at, a, at a beat coastal joke because that was that was fantastic. Um, but yeah, not like being there was so much fun. Um, being able to be there front row, I have clips and videos and, and pictures of um, of Ian McCall and, and, and Coach Shadwell talking. Um, and man, like genuinely. Um, it was so much fun just to just to just to see his heart like on the stage and even talk to him a little bit off stage like he i i, I truly believe he's bought in here um I, I think the statement from the stage is uh his wife made him promises to the last one i think that's a true statement like i truly believe that he doesn't want to go anywhere um and i'm super excited for that because like we all know he's a great coach like he's turned charleston southern he's turned coastal carolina into two really good programs um as much as we hate to say it, Coastal is a good program. Like it, 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 it sucks, but like it's because of him. And but now he's here. Like I, I love the the tweet from General Scruggs. Shout out to him. But like it turned from B Coastal to Bested Coastal. Like taking their coach, like really means that we have bested them in that because like everybody that's saying this is a lateral move is so stupid. Like it is not a lateral move. It is a move up because one is better funding, two it's a better paying job, and three, there's better talent here. Like we have a better program already, and I'm super excited for him to get involved here and 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 to 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 go forward with these players. Um, I believe that his system is going to work great. Like I'm super hopeful that he can keep coach Klonakis because I think their systems mesh because it's that pistol pistol formation that Klonakis helped, helped, helped create has been often mentioned. Like, like I think they're going to mesh super well. Um, and, and I'm super excited. Like he's, he's such an awesome, like he has a, such an awesome energy about him. I think he's going to motivate these guys. He's going to get them playing well. Um, and, and this program's going to continue to elevate itself. Cool. Kyle. Yeah. I mean, just like, just like, just like everybody's already saying, I mean, Twitter's all a buzz. I don't know if anybody doesn't like this hire, honestly, um, man, I'm excited. I think, I think Chadwell is exactly the right guy. 
Um, and it's so it's it's awesome to feel like you know we're his Auburn. Like this is where he wants to be. He didn't come here to get the next job. He came here because this is where he wants to be. Um, and I, I think he's being honest about that. And that's really cool, man. That's just awesome. Um, and, and, and no, you know, again, no disrespect to Freeze. I, I understand what he's. I understand what he's. You know, I understand it all. But for for Chadwell to be so eager to be here and to say such great things about our program, and you know, to to be ready to jump in and to bring his family. I mean, He's just, he is, he is, he is everything that Hugh Freeze was for the program and so much more. Like he is a perfect culture fit. Um, I don't know that I've ever heard a more sincere God is good than he opened that press conference with. And uh, yep. it speaks volumes, man. Absolutely. I'm just, I'm just, I'm just excited. I'm just excited, man. I, Next season can't start soon enough. I can't wait to see spring ball. I can't wait to see what, you know, the signing class looks like. Um, you know, I want, I want to win this bowl game, but man, I'm just so excited about the future. Um, I'm honestly having a hard time focusing on it. So, I mean, I, I, I'm over the moon. I couldn't be more thrilled. Um, I'm bummed I, I couldn't make it down for the press conference. Not enough notice. Um, but wow, what a, what a, what a drastic change from, two Saturdays ago to this pa- this past Sunday. Um, and really like this past Friday, Saturday, when it kind of started to crystallize that it, Chadwell was going to be the guy. Um, you know, over the, the, over, the, over the weekend, I listened to about six hours worth of interviews um, with Jamie Chadwell talking to all kinds of people. Um, and I'm, I'm, just, I'm just excited, guys. I don't, I, I, don't have, I don't have a lot more analysis. I don't really know much about his scheme or any of that. I just know dude's a dude's a baller and uh, he's going to come to compete. He's going to come to win. And I think he's going to do both of those things. Yeah. One, one last thing I want to say is like um, looking at his, just seeing his past press conferences, everything that he's posted, like he is, he is more outspoken about his Christianity than coach freeze ever was. And that is awesome. Like, I think that is the most important thing that we could, we could focus on here. Like he is going to lead these guys to be men of God. And that, that, I think that's the most important thing that, that, that matters like at all. Um, and, and free started some good things this year with some accountability groups. I hope Chad will keep that up and, 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 and pours into them. Um, so like, man, I'm super excited for that aspect of it as well. I'm probably more excited because like there are men on this team that don't know Christ. And I think Chadwell is going to be such a great light to them. Um, and, and I'm super excited for that. Yeah. I love the insight on that, honestly, but I want to give you some football insight on, on this guy. So this man, um, he's a guy that probably as, as Chris Collinsworth says, here's a guy. Anyways, <laughs> um, he's a guy that, I've been wanting to be the head coach of this football team now for multiple years. Ever since I saw Coastal do what they did in 2020, I was like, man, if we could find ourselves a Jamie Chad, I know we have Hugh Freeze, but if we could find ourselves a Jamie Chadwell, that would be incredible. Just because I knew that Hugh Freeze wasn't forever. I, I knew he, I actually thought he was going to stay a little bit longer than four years because I didn't think that. 
the special place would open up. And to be honest, we should have read the room that it was Auburn, you know, just because family and stuff. But that I know we already talked about that, but like that's just what I'm I'm trying to kind of put a little bit of uh go back to that. Chadwell's scheme is my favorite scheme in all of schemes. This is the scheme that I have studied now for multiple years. I've studied the spread, and I've also studied the pistol. And he's running a pistol spread read option, a freaking thing that I, I, I told someone, he was like, what do you think about what about Jamie's uh, thing? And I know everybody thinks, I, at the end of the day, this isn't real true coaching experience. It's, it's, it's just NCAA football, 14. But I used to take that playbook in custom playbook it to make literally what is Jamie Chadwell's scheme before I even knew about Jamie Chadwell. Like I, there was hints of like different things of like Nevada and stuff like that. And then when I saw it was running by, because yeah, there's been different things, but with the, with the thing what about Chadwell's offense, he takes the pistol read option with the spread formation that takes an emphasis on tight ends, which is something that we need to do when you got Henderson, Hanshaw, and Tegan Martin in the room. They're they're the future of this team at tight end. And you also got Braden Monday, too. So having those guys to start. And then there's an emphasis on play-action passing. That is so beautiful. You get to run the read option, put two backs in the backfield, triple option, and then you get the play off of that and use motion. Motion? I haven't seen very, very, uh, very, uh, very many things uh, when when it comes to motion with Freeze's offense. But, um, you know, with that being said, um, this, this, this whole scheme that he's bringing along is fantastic. I know people are like, don't let Stags come. Don't let Stags come. I'm not really too worried about the staff. He's going to choose who he needs to choose. He's going to bring on who he's going to bring on. And right now, we've already offered two running backs that uh, we don't even know. Uh, we don't. We haven't seen very many offers for running backs with under freeze. So we'll see what happens when it comes to that. But, uh, yeah, so. Kyle, do you have anything else to add about Chadwell? No, nah, man. I, I just I can't wait. I can't wait to see. I can't wait to see this team play next season. Um, like I said, you know, we got a bowl game to get through. Hopefully, we find a way to win it. Um, some of the some of the transfer portal stuffs got me a little bit worried, but uh, man, I'm just excited for next year. Yeah, yeah I'm not worried about anything just yet until things are out into the air. Just let you, anybody to know. And the reason why I'm also saying that is because there's some chats out there. There are chats out there. Let's just say yeah. that. Of people that I <laughs> talk to, multiple different people that are worried about just the transfer portal in general. And people, we don't even want to talk about the, those players. We wish them the best of luck. You know, yeah. we'll get to that at one point. Um, there's a lot of them. And there, I'm not just bringing up uh, anybody's names here uh, <laughs> uh, when it comes to the current ones in the portal uh, because, you know, I hope the best for them. I really do. And yeah. I'm not. here's the thing. Like, Chadwell's going to bring in players. Exactly. And he'll bring in culture fits. And if, if, if people are leaving for whatever reason that they leave, I mean, 
Well, there's nothing you can do about it. I mean, honestly, I, I, and here's the thing. We're in a weird part of football right now where I don't agree with the transfer portal where it's being placed. It kills bowl season. And, it does. Really and tough. it rushes hires. Like Coastal Carolina right immediately. I, I mean, they had to have – the fact that Chad Wells is going to leave at some point. Oh, yeah. Had to know, just kind of like what Liberty knew with Freeze. And they hired Tim Beck, who's an offensive coordinator, former offensive coordinator at NC State. So we just – we don't really know, you know, how this is all going to shake out. There's so many different quarterbacks in the portal, so many different players. We're over a 1,000 now at this point. And, yep. I mean, only, only so many of them are actually going to get – other opportunities and i mean there might be some that are in the portal that are walk-ons but i don't even know if that they can put their name i don't know how any of that works but uh but yeah well and i'll get back to the football talk here in a second when it comes to the scheme and stuff why i'm so excited about Chadwell. but anyway. yeah no I, I was gonna say something about the portal as well like there's so many people in it that like we we, we don't even know like if if these people are actually going to leave, like I, I think there are definitely signs pointing to some of them leaving, but like there's so many people in it that like, I think some of these people are just testing the waters and it's like, Oh, could I go somewhere else and like potentially get more playing time? It's like, maybe, but do I want to leave like a good program? So it's like, yeah, but like, there's, it, there's so many people in the, in, in the portal that it's going to be really tough to kind of gauge that at this point. Yeah. But it's also going to really suck if, uh, if some of these guys in the name of testing the water, miss the bowl game. Yeah, um, I agree. Like exactly. That's, that's gonna be that's gonna be a tough thing. It's gonna be a tough thing to come back. Even if if you do come back, it's gonna be a tough thing to come back, walk into the locker room and look the guys in, in the eyes. Especially if we don't win the bowl game. We win the bowl game, all's forgiven. But yeah, yeah, yep. it could be tough. Yeah, and and to go back to his football stuff. Oh my goodness, he tra- turned Grayson McCall into. Uh, now, granted, he still had talent, but. You want to see somebody who is, who has um, really been a molder of quarterbacks? Yes, having Kent Austin, I, I from what I've heard, he, Kent Austin is the main reason why Malik Willis is in the NFL. How well he's developed him. But if you look at it, you could say the same thing about Grayson McCall, who I think is going to be right in the NFL with him. Um, I don't know if he uh, he might get drafted higher than Malik. Who knows? I, I mean, there's some people that might like him a little bit more than Malik because of, I don't know, uh, I think more people saw Malik as a runner, and that's just not true. You know, Malik's a baller. Um, But with that being said, uh, I'm really excited to see how this offense comes into, you know, just how he molds this offense. Um, (laughs) Because, you know, the problem is what I had – when it comes to freeze, the problems that I had with freeze is there were so many times where he didn't utilize the run and he didn't utilize different running backs. And he also didn't utilize screens, which I just don't get the screens that he would use were wide receiver screens. And that's something that has been always in his offense as he primarily loved to use wide, wide receiver screens. And you know, to be honest, there's times where he didn't use much motion. And here's another thing is I hope Chad Well doesn't do what 
Freeze did, which is two off- offensive coordinators and two defensive coordinators. I do- why? Why do that? Didn't it make any yeah. sense? Then you just like to do a couple of positions groups. Sorry, you're not an offensive coordinator. These two guys are. Choose one and then choose one. It's pretty simple. And if anything, do do cho- choose two defensive coordinators instead of having three and counting yourself. Like, see, like, because I know that Hugh Freeze would call a lot of the plays and then leave some for the others. And I, I don't really, I've heard different things, you know. And, you know, it's essentially then it's at three offensive play callers and then two defensive play callers. It just didn't make any sense. So I could see if you're an yeah. offensive guy as a head coach, you have one offensive coordinator and then two defensive coordinators. But it didn't make any sense having three offensive coordinators, essentially, because Hugh yeah. Freeze was running the offense. Yeah, it just I, I'm looking forward to see what Chadwell does, you know, and I don't yeah. think he'll do what Freeze did. I was I, I was under the impression that Freeze called all the plays except for third and fourth and long, um, and Ken okay. Austin called those. Yeah, that's what I was under the impression of as well. Yeah, which I actually okay. think there's some wisdom in that of having yeah. one guy whose job is only to look at if we get in third and long here, if we get in fourth and long here, what do we go with? I, yeah. think that, I don't hate that, but like the defensive stuff is really tough. Yeah, um, yeah. Well, then yeah. why have Mo Harris? What was Mo Harris? What was his title then, you know? <laughs> Assistant retention coach. Yeah. yeah and, and, like, and like, and like, essentially just a pay raise is all it was, you know? Yeah. Anyway. Um, yeah. No, I mean, I, like I said, I, I'm, I'm thrilled. I'm excited. I can't wait to see. Oh, yeah. I can't wait to see what this team is going to be. Um, I can't wait to just, I'm right now. I'm in the phase where like every time Sea of Red or anybody posts anything about Jamie Chadwell, I go read it as immediately. Cause like, I just can't get enough of the guy. I just want, just want, uh, directly into my veins. Um, man, I can't wait. Yeah. I'm, I'm the same sentiment to like, just, uh, yeah. So ready for this team next year and yeah. just to see how they develop. I'm also interested to see if, they try to incorporate a little bit in the bowl game if if Aldridge is willing to kind of incorporate that a little bit. So we'll see. Yeah, I'll be very curious to see as well. Also, I'll be sending you guys uh, some some videos from Chadwell that uh, involve his schemes. I've been reading. I've been that. I mean, if you guys are want to be geeking out on that, <laughs> it, it's pretty cool. It's just cool to see the differences and. Uh, how he runs and mostly and some of it's from willie corn which he took take uh he was the offensive coordinator at uh coastal carolina he still is um there's a good chance he might follow Chadwell here i'm sure he will actually yeah um it wouldn't surprise me because he's gonna get a pay raise um but uh with that being said you know I'm, i'm interested to see uh i'm just interested to see this offense ran differently (laughs) it's just it's gonna be fun like he he just away and stick with one quarterback and develop him. Oh, it's it's gonna be wonderful. So I'm oh, yeah. I'm, I'm excited. And um, here's one last thing I wanted to add. It's really cool to see a lot of the players that haven't put their name in the portal who also um, got recruited by Chadwell. Yeah, and some of our current commitments as well who already have an established relationship. And I'm sure. A couple months ago, Chad was like, hey, are you sure you want to go to Liberty, essentially? I know that's not how they do that. That's negative recruiting is what it's called. But like, hey, you want to come to Coastal? Like, you know, they do that, you know, where you're checking in on even some of your targets that are committed elsewhere. 
that's how, for example, we got Reese Mooney, who when yep. he committed from Vanderbilt, he's going to be he, he's committed to not only the football team but the baseball team. And I am so excited for Reese Mooney because he actually fits Chadwell's offense perfectly. As I've put in the, our chat, he reminds me a little bit of Trace McSorley. He reminds me a little bit of John Reese Plumley because he's a dual sport athlete. Brylan Green's also the same way, and. Uh, he reminds me a little bit of Grayson McCall on some things, and he played at the highest level at Louisiana. So if we can keep Reese Mooney, oh boy, it, this this yeah. offense is going to thrive here in a few years. So yeah. I am so excited for Chadwell. You guys don't even want to, uh, man. I I'm going to be watching all of his coaching things probably for the next three to four months. Just be anything that pops up, I'm going to be like, okay, I want to go watch that. See ya. <laughs> Absolutely. So.